стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. My name is Tony Lopez. I'm the host. I got my co-host Jeff Burtis. Jeff, how you doing? Oh, I feel great. This is fantastic. It's football season, baby. It's time. And I got the host of the Hammer Time podcast, my boy, Chris Rios. Chris, what's up, bro? What's up, brother? I love being back, man. Talk about fucking taking it back to your roots, right? I am ecstatic to be here. I can't wait to talk football with you guys. And shit, just like Jeff said, man, football's back, man. Not a goddamn thing matters in the world. Dog, you know, you've had that itch for like six months just for football. (laughs) More like like seven and a half months if you're a team like us. Dude, it's, it's finally back. We finally have something. And... With fans, oh the the energy in all the stadiums this week has been incredible. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that, guys, because and, and I'll and I'll let you finish out your monologue here. But <laughs> especially me from a gambling perspective, right, being that guy, these you see, you would think that would cause some home field advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so little these home teams did not cover at all. At all, at all, at all. <laughs> it was so disappointing. How do you not turn a hundred thousand screaming human beings who haven't seen you in two years into some like magic? It was hilarious. The Bills choked at home. The the Chiefs almost fucking choked the 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 colts couldn't cover as a home dog it was the list goes on and on dude like it was so bad like i love that football's back i love that people are back screaming i just wish the football players gave a shit you know what i mean but like we were chatting off off the recording off air off air dude you said it this is the week of the unknown like the first week of the season every year i feel like has that same energy we don't know who the hell some of these people are mm-hmm. but they come out and dominate but some things are different and some things stay the same it's like <laughs> one of those one of those things that stay the same is the tom defending brady. super bowl champs and tom brady oh you mean how tom brady actually got outplayed by Dak Prescott when we were just talking about QBR, but not in the actual game-wise. Tom Brady just doing Tom Brady things. And um, literally just dominate with the play action, establish the run early, set up the play action, and although he threw two interceptions, both those interceptions were clearly not his fault. The receiver just needs to throw, needs to get his hands on the ball and also a Hail Mary, so I don't really count that, but Antonio Brown... Come on, Tom. I'm talking about Brady, yes. Okay. Those interceptions, those interceptions were not his fault. One was a hail mary that hey, yeah, garbage yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, one was a hail mary, and then one was the uh, God the, old, to, the old lucky God. sevens, the old lucky sevens throw yeah. the, off the off the sevens hand into the sevens hands. But I'll, yeah, I will be honest though. Like the last two minutes of this game was incredible to watch. Like, I yeah, got the word, yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't do this shit. Ugh. <laughs> Had Chris Godwin not fumbled the football, that game would have been over, but they gave it gave the Cowboys a chance at Dak Prescott. I will admit, Dak Prescott looked hella good this uh, game. 
He was he was uh, 42 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and a QBR of 74.5. One sack. I mean, see like he, see like 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 Jeffrey. I I love that you point those things out, and I'll let Tony finish teeing up the actual game. But I just want to I just want to note for the listeners that by no means are we blaming it on that on that goblin you can't, there, were, there were too many points in the game too many points in the game that you could literally point out and go okay this should have happened or shouldn't have happened and in this case i'll get into that later but it was a phenomenal game for everyone whether you're a bucks fan or a cowboys fan it was awesome if you're a, a professional better like me or even a novice better like me mm-hmm. and you know it, 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 it was fantastic but it was a tony is there it, anything you wanted to tee up on it I mean, it was, first, we almost forgot to bring up the score of the dang game. It was 31-29. 31-29. It was a great game on all ends, except for one thing. Your Cowboys goddamn kicker. <sighs> it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. And, and and again, we can dive more into that here in a second. But yeah. But, it wasn't yeah. just that. But hey, mm. add it to the list. <laughs> Top I mean, of the list. It, it it's on high of the list because he did miss three key seven field points. goals. He left seven points on the board. Seven he points on seven the board. Points. Seven he points. He left seven real points on the board. He had the potential to put on ten, but he left seven points on the board. The only reason I don't say ten is because he didn't have the juice from sixty. So that's all I'm, I, I'm also wondering why would you even go for a sixty yard? Why would you even go for a sixty yarder when you saw your kicker? Is not confident at all, missing extra points and field goals. So I, I was well, like, "Well, that don't mean what? he's not confident. That don't mean he's not confident. I, I don't know if you ever kicked a football before, Jeffrey, but like, it's kind of like throwing a ball too, to an extent. Like, it's almost like the the, the harder you can throw a ball, or the, the harder you can kick a ball, mm-hmm. the more you can follow through, and the straighter you ultimately become. Like sometimes kickers prefer to literally like. That's why you see them kick extra points stupid ass hard at the back of the net they're kicking it the same way every time they're not kicking it softer if you think they're kicking it softer then you just don't understand that like they are literally kicking it the same way every single time they, they want are that going, form to be they want absolutely consistent perfect consistency that's all they're judged on they don't kick it softer the only ones that's why punters are like you know uh, an art in themselves they do do that they do kick it softer or harder, but kickers, place kickers, they can't afford to kick a softball. The soft, that when you let up on a, if you if you were to let up on your on your follow through, you're gonna hook it, shank it, almost guaranteed. You have to kick it the same way every single time. But with that all being said, there, to answer your question, why they might have potentially gave him a shot is because he's proven in the past he does have that type of range. He's got the yeah, and leg. you know, with with 20 seconds left, you're basically telling Brady, okay, you got 20, you got you got 15 seconds to figure it out, which ultimately they didn't have a chance to. So it was a risky, it was a risky call. Luckily, he didn't bite them in the ass because it's not like they scored on that. But I don't know if I would necessarily do that again. No, I will yeah. also say that you know they they left too much time on the board. They did on the, on that last drive with Dak Prescott driving it all the way to get take the lead with a. Greg Zerline field goal. The first thing when he got the kick, I was like, that's way too much time. That's a minute and 24 seconds left for Tom Brady, and all he needs is a field goal. That is too easy for him. And plus, well, here, that's what Tom Brady does. He knows how yes. to set up. Like when, when you have that much time and he's that experienced, 22 years in the league, 
you have that already in your book. You know what to do in these situations. Can I can I ask you something, Tony? Yes. Or I guess Jeffrey too. Yeah. When you when you say that, do you mean that in a literal sense, like as in they literally left too much time on the clock for Tom and the Bucks, or do you are you saying that in a sense because because narrative matters, right? Mm-hmm. Are you or are you saying that in a sense that the Cowboys it's their fault for leaving too much time on the clock? I, mm, okay, genuinely. By play calling, and that, and I would be curious to know what play you thought you could blame them for not for like. I mean, if they're just taking too many, you know, too many long shots, too many like seam routes, too many shots at the end zone, you know, shots that don't work very well, shots that stop the clock, versus like your, you know, your kind of your your slants, your yeah. in routes, your curls, your runs, your draws, all that. Like, is there? Are, I don't know. Can you show that up for me? Like when I say left too much time on a clock, when, when it, with Brady, when it comes down to history, with him, all he needs is ninety seconds. That's all he's needing. Fats, fats. I, 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 and I'm, I don't really less. mean literal ninety but, seconds, but especially when it comes down to two minutes, he's done it so many times. He even did it in a Super Bowl for crying out loud. Fat, fats. Actually, a couple. Yeah. You were right, but. I think because so, I was, I was as I, I'm that you little, had a little, bit, you a little had, bit. You had to go. You had to take the field goal at the time to get your shot to give you to take the lead. I get that, but uh, one of my coworkers at my job was like, "Hey, why not just go? Why not just go for it on like fourth and two and just make sure Tom Brady doesn't get the ball because well, he had they, no weren't, they weren't winning yet." They were down by. They, they, they clearly they had they had no choice but to make they had no choice but to take the field goal at the time. I totally understand why they did it, but uh, I wish there was I a do. way they would have been able to like you know drain the clock a little bit more. Yeah, I know, and and and, and again, I get it because like because again, Tony, I've had a lot of time to process this. Right, it's a lot of clock and, management that needed and, to be done better. Yeah, like I I completely get it, and it's easy to say do better, do better, do better. But like, I mean, I the day after that game, and and maybe just to give the fans and the listeners some assurance that I'm not just a random voice being an asshole here, or even being a biased cowboy fan. Like, I want you to understand. I went back that next the next day. I had the day off on that Friday. I rewatched the game four times because I was so fascinated by the momentum swings of that game mm-hmm. in its entirety. I rewatched it four times the entire day I spent watching that ball game. And there were so many points, particularly when the way that it ended, that I was like, man, you know, if we do this every single game, we're going 13 and four. Yeah. And, and yeah, we got bit this time. But if we do what we just did today, we're balling out all year round. And not a lot of teams can come back from what the hell we just gave them. I mean, a minute 20. Jesus Christ. We're not ta- we're not it's not like we gave him 3 minutes. It's not like we gave him 2:30 and we're on the other side of the 2 minute warning. Mm-hmm. A minute 20 was all 20. we left them. Like, I mean, come on. I- I'm just saying at a certain point it's like, you know what? You got to tip your hat where tipping your hat is due. And I mean, hell, for someone like a 32-year-old Kellen Moore, I mean, Jesus Christ. There's only so much you can do because it's not like I'm gonna ask because because again, if you ask them to run the ball more, the, then they don't get in field goal range. You don't get in, if you ask to run the ball more, you're not gonna do anything because that Tampa Bay run defense we're is losing. Really, it's re- they, it's really good. Losing. 
more specific situational football guys. They were you literally had, losing. You had to pass the ball because Dak Prescott would had to make plays. In Plus, order it's to worked for you the whole game. It's worked for yeah. you the whole game. And it's Why the first the hell time. Why did you not pass? And also, this is the first time in a while that I've seen a like a two minute sequence where the referees were actually allowing the players to play. Like you don't see that in the regular season. You see that more in the playoffs. But the first game of the season, the refs were allowing the players to play. When you when you mean two minute see, I always said two minute warning. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean all, all the way all the way up until the two minute warning. They were they were letting the players play. They until were until the two minute warning. There was. Oh, uh, you, yeah. Yeah, Here we go. There we go. Here Come we, on. Bring it. I don't, I don't Come know on. if you're talking about that. Yeah, the Chris got. Yeah, me and you, me and you do not like that call at all. Chris, I think it no. should have been an offensive pass interference. That man pushed off like Jordan. Well, look, man. If there's, if there's, that's that's fucked up. Not, no, guys. Like, not, not that I'm comparing this to the Jordan. No, it's not. It's not. That was a beautiful push off. That was a magnificent push off. Yeah. If and also, anything, he, he like, he's the only one who can get away with that because he's Michael Jordan. This isn't facts. Michael Jordan. This is Chris Godwin. That but is facts. But like, hey, you know, you know, you know how they talk about selling a foul or selling a penalty, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 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 kind of flopping a little bit, right? Yeah. That Jordan one is specifically cool because homeboy was going max out effort that even though there was a penalty on him, he did the opposite to sell it because he knew he wouldn't get it. Dove at Jordan and missed it. But like he knew that if he flopped, he's not getting that call. Yeah. Right. Like that didn't exist yet. But anyways, my point is, of course, we can talk about the Godwin one. As if you want to talk about like a little bit more about the beginning of the game, we can mm-hmm. kind of end up in that there. But I wanted to explain a little bit more about the rules, the actual rules of what a pass interference even is, oh, no. and that way we can have a discussion about what we might think actually. What happens. is what? Is, so Chris is bringing up what the hell is pass interference nowadays? Uh, you just want to get into it. The reason he wants to get into it. Can we? You know what? Save this. Let's save this for the save end of the show because we still got plenty of games. That's a discussion topic that Jeff. He loves uh, Jeff, you haven't if you haven't listened to the podcast in a while, Jeff loves discussion topics at the end of the show. What is pass interference? I like it. That's our that's a little discussion at the very end. And when also you're some- gonna have Jeff triggered at the end of the show. Uh Jeff, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Fair okay, enough. So now let's get which, to the noon games. The first game I've got is first game I got Eagles Falcons. That's um the first game that's the first noon game that popped up. I'll be honest. I, there's, I don't see anything wrong with this result. I uh, mean, Atlanta's I trash. Atlanta quick is bullet. absolutely trash. Quick, <laughs> Jalen, I mean, like quick, quick bullets on my part. I mean, Nick Sirianni, mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. a fucking chode. I don't respect him at all. I think he's a loser. I think he's a geek. I think like whenever you put players in like, you know, like situations and they can execute, then perhaps we could have more points than the other team. And I think that historically that's led to winning more games. Like that's exactly who this guy is. He's not special. Jalen Hurts had the game of his life. He balled out. He used his homeboy. They literally, they, they. If anything, this is more of an offensive coordinator type deal. Yeah. I forgot homeboy's name, 
but they utilize Jalen Hurts' strengths, and and the Falcons showed their adolescence in the coaching world by their play calling deep in the in the red zone and the uh, the orange zone, which is what I call it. I, I, it's the twenty to the thirty-five, basically field goal range mm-hmm. up to, to the yeah the warning area. Uh, Feel, I like free to, feel free to feel free to coin that term if you'd like. I don't really see it being used, but I call, it the oran- I call it the orange zone, okay. right? Because it basically means that at that line, within 35 yards, you should score or have an opportunity to, right? Yeah. So anything anything past that's a disappointment. Um, so my point is the Falcons had numerous, numerous drives into that orange zone and either stalled out or penaltied out and couldn't get much done. There was a pivotal point in the game in the first quarter where the Falcons decided to kick a field goal inside of five yards that ultimately completely changed the game. They would go on to not score pretty much, I don't think, the entire rest of the game. And, and that was it. And that was it. It was terrible. And I'll they be honest, was... just the fact that they only had two field goal attempts the entire game. But, <sighs> Bucking yeah, up in the orange zone. Yeah. They, they can't, they, you can't fuck it up in the cautionary, you know? But look, Jalen Hurts, 27 for 35 for 264 yards passing, three touchdowns, sacked, uh, looks like one time, also seven rushes for 62 yards. They literally played in the Jalen Hurts' strengths. That's, that's, yeah, they played great. I mean, like, how how many rushing yards did Jalen Hurts have? Jalen Hurts had, but he had 70 more. Rushing, I'm looking. Jalen Hurts had 62, seven carries for 62 yards. (laughs) I got pretty damn close. Well, there you go. I mean, Miles, like, there you go. Miles Sanders, 15 carries for 74 yards. Both Jalen Hurts and Matt Ryan attempted the same amount of passes. Only difference is Jalen Hurts got 264 while... What's, uh, what's that number 14 kid's name on the Eagles? Number 14. He's like a wide receiver, but they were t- uh, they were talking about how he's basically a running back. Green or something? Multiple, multiple carries. Game. Receive. Yes, I mean, oh, Gainwell. Uh, yeah. Gainwell. Yeah. Gainwell. Yeah. Nine nine carries for thirty seven yards with the TD. Yeah. Nine carries. Nine carry. Nine carries for wow. thirty seven yards. Almost and as much as about Miles Sanders. Yeah. Put him on your fantasy team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I kept seeing him. I was like, Am I confused? Is that a wide receiver in the backfield? Like, what's going on here? Like genuinely, yeah. I was confused. But it, yeah, good game from the Eagles. They're still dog shit. I, as a Cowboys fan, I'm still gonna say it. They're still dog yeah. shit. No, I mean no. That's fair. I mean again, like they. I, I think it was more like the the Eagles did the most on this given day with what they had, which is not a lot. Mm-hmm. And and there and they're there and the Falcons literally did the absolute least with what they had. Like their I... their coach looks so lost the guy is an absolute fucking nerd (laughs) right like he looks he looks like uh what's the the fucking the leader of um of the uk Um, boris johnson boris he looks like boris bro his hair look google him google falcons head (laughs) jesus christ that's not a good thing ask the people people in the uk i can get some on the radio yeah boris johnson (laughs) is not a good person to look at he is a Uh, he's not a good person Uh, to look at or look up to no he literally looks like a witch with a toupee 
Uh, so let's talk about the Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. The final score yeah, of that let's. game was 23 to 16. Um, me and Jeff clearly watched this game from front to end. Yeah, from top to bottom, yes. This game was all like the first half, it was all defense, 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 and the Bills were just more specific, yeah, more specifically, was, all Bills defense. It was all Bills, like mm. everything on the defensive side was looking good. Yes. Why Jerry with no Hughes, turnovers with no turnovers. No turnovers. No, dude, yeah. no turnovers. No also, turnovers whatsoever. Yes. And not until I will like, be honest, offensively it wasn't great. Um Josh Allen had to scramble for his life in the first half. I, I mean the the strength of the strength of the Steelers is their uh defense, so and their defensive line. Their so they scares yeah. me now that they got a Melvin seven. Ingram. Holy crap. Mm. And you got TJ Watt. I mean, shit. Like Josh Allen had to attempt to throw the ball 51 times. His overall stats: 30 for 51, 270, and a touchdown. And he was sacked uh, three times. Look, he, Tony, I, I, I'm curious to see what you think, or whether or not you agree or disagree, mm-hmm. like with with this take on it. But like, look. I'm a big Sean McDermott guy. Like I, yep. I, I do think he's a good coach. Yep. But do I think he's a great, great coach? Absolutely, the fuck not. And and he helped emphasize some of that today. It, the last so game, he, you, the last game he coached. Look, listen, the last game he coached was that AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. Go back and check my Instagram with all my problems in that game. I know you guys remember. Oh yeah. They were down 15 points right and then they went ahead and decided to go for two and then like or was 16 points no no 15 points decided to go for two it was all screwed up right they did it they did it they did it 15 points down they decided to go for two put themselves out of the game with seven minutes to go completely like they ended the game early right and like i stuff like that you know today where i'm leading with that is the whole the whole idea of leaving the door open right and like I was telling you guys before we started the show, there were like, too many opportunities in that first half where Sean McDermott left the door open and could put Allen in those situations, which ultimately then gave the Steelers a chance to cross their fingers and hope for the shit that did happen, which was a blocked fucking punt touchdown, oh. which was yeah. the ultimate literal difference maker. Like, Chris, like they were saying? already starting to like to flip the script, and then that one was like, bam, Chris, like, immediately change. So what so, you're yeah. hearing, what, what I'm hearing is you saying the coach for the Bills was playing too passive and not being that aggressive because there were some multiple opportunities where I saw that Josh Allen he wanted to go for the ball, he wanted to be aggressive, he wanted to put the deep, put the Pittsburgh Steelers on their heels, but he's like, nope, punt, 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 trust our defense. He was playing too oh, passive. No, no, no. Actually, it's kind of it's ironically, I mean, it's, a good, it's a great question, Jeff. But um, I mean, if you want my opinion, I guess if you will. It was actually the opposite. It almost seems like there's. It almost seems like there's a stigma in the NFL these days about coaches not being aggressive. Taking it back to those cha- that championship weekend, Bills Chiefs, right? He he was he was both. I guess you could argue that was un- that was aggressive and conservative at the same time, but like. But Matt LaFleur was especially criticized for not being aggressive in the play calling in the playoffs, right? Yes. Fat, yes. Right? Now, taking that to today, right, generally speaking, are we not living in a world where they go for two points more? Are we not living in a world where fourth down attempts are a little bit higher 
right? Are, are we not in a world yeah. right now where we do not trust a kicker as much as we did 10 years ago? On God. And Sean McDermott knows <laughs> that. He knows he's going to be criticized for that. And I'm criticizing him for not being conservative enough. He went for fourth down inside the orange zone. Hashtag orange zone. That, two times that, and didn't get it. I swear that was in a hashtag on the on the podcast when I tweeted out. That I can't, I've got to remember. That was like in what in the third was it? In, it was in the second quarter and the third mm-hmm. quarter. You might have to fact check me on that, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do not fine. know that for sure. Um, but there were definitely two I can remember off the top of my head where they went for it on fourth and short, and there and and I, and I get it. I get it. Hey, my defense has held them the entire game. Yada, yada, yada. You know, we're at home. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, we're, we're in the lead. I get it. It's totally cool. But, bro, at a certain point, like, I know, I know listeners, commenters are going to be like, oh, hindsight's 2020. Yes. I fucking get that, man. I fucking get that. But when you're, when your defense has been playing the way it has, you put points on the board. You only do that. You only play that way if you're winning 40 or 31 to 20. Yeah. Or 38 to 3 or, you know, you stuff to, like you that. You don't do it if you're up 10 nothing. No. Yeah, because moment, momentum is such. Look, NFL is a momentum situations, game. Exactly. And situations are situational. Three points in a 13-10 game mean Kim. more than three points in a 40 to 20 game. You see what I'm Fact. saying? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Just also just do the math. I've also been the one person this offseason to criticize Ben Roethlisberger, and I still will continue to do it. But he looked very good today. He uh, looked even in certain situations. He looked really good. There were some of his throws that he he, he just miscommunication between his receivers and Ben Roethlisberger, and also he threw a little bit some passes a little bit too high for some of his uh, players. So I'm. I see your criticism for Big Ben, but he did play. He played. He played well enough to not cost the Steelers the game. Yeah, I think that's the that's that's the mutual agreement, isn't it? It's like, hey, like Ben, like we know you still want to play. You're probably broke. I'm just gonna say it. (laughs) Um, And you know, if you're not beating your meat all winter, you know, we sure love to have you. you. And you know, that's where they go. Okay, well, yeah, all right. He's like, yeah, man, I'm down. But but ultimately. Ben's job is to not ruin the game. Like, don't cost. Don't be, cost us the game. You don't have for to the win first the game time, for us, but don't yeah, cost for, it for us. Yeah, for the first time a, in a long time, he's a game manager. Game manager, yeah, straight up. Just yeah, don't cost yeah, him the like, game. He's a and, he's an he, he's basically a uh, like kind of like a like a like a Kirk Cousins with more miles on it. Ooh, ooh, I got one. Ooh. He's a uh, Trent Dilfer when he was a starting quarterback. Trent Dilfer was worse, but he was he was a he was a game manager though he was or paid many manager. But I would still take Big Ben all day because Dilfer don't have the balls to throw like forty yards downfield to a Chase Claypool. Yeah, speaking of Kirk Cousins though, um, segue segue into one of the best games of the new of the new slot. Man, who would have expected? Nobody expected Cincinnati to win this game. I don't give a damn who you was. Uh-uh. No, except me. I saw him. I heard your pick. And I was like, I, I listened to that. I was like, hold on. Did he really? And I was like, y'all, you tripping. Because I'm over here like thinking, oh, they're going to win one game all season. Like a fucking mark that I am. 
But look, you want to look. You want to hear my my logic? My my logic was really nothing that crazy. It was just that look. Week ones are so volatile. The spread was um, Minnesota minus three <laughs> in Cincinnati. And you know what they say about home dogs? They bark the loudest. And the Bengals looking to fucking get back into it. I'm like, look, if Dak can ball out from past injury, Joe can ball out from past injury. They're at home. They're going to be riled up. And if anybody cannot cover a spread on the road it would be kirk cousins so the only thing that would have made it an easier pick for me is if this game was at seven o'clock at night guys oh because kirk cousins just doesn't appear in primetime games no he doesn't they don't invite him they don't give him a plane ticket they don't even do it they don't even stop doing that what's up what's up prime time oh i'm not there oh no guys i I gotta bet look Kirk Cousins, best thing he could ever do is announce a six o'clock bedtime and just go like full, <laughs> full, full Islam or something and just say that like I gotta be in fucking inside by dark. <laughs> also twenty-seven to twenty-four overtime. I also give I'll give credit to Chase Clay uh, Jamar Chase for having his first touchdown, a fifty-yard bomb Don't from Burrow. <laughs> I will I will say this: the stat that jumps to me is. Wow, Minnesota's rush defense. What in the world? You let Joe Mixon twenty nine <laughs> carries for one hundred and twenty seven yards with Either. a touchdown. What in the world? They are garbage again. <laughs> that that run defense. Wow. Overall, one hundred about a buck fifty on the ground. What well, one yard away from buck fifty? But Jesus Christ! I mean, you just that's wow. That's the one thing that stand out to me. And Joe Burrow just means Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals can play like this for the rest of the year. Oh, man. Stop stop it. No, I'm saying if they play like this for the rest of the year, it would be amazing. I I still have questions about their offensive line because Joe Burrow did get sacked five times. Mm -hmm. So, hey, I don't know. He's he's upright. He's he's healthy. That's what matters right now. Speaking of... um, Teams that weren't healthy like last season, the San Francisco 49ers beating the Detroit Lions 41 to 33. Wow, that was a score. Um, first off, they almost blew it to the Detroit Lions, which I'd be like, wait, what? First um, off, Dan Campbell and them boys in Detroit are amazing. Let's get that oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know about I, that. I mean, well, I mean if I have to root for a coach. If I have to root for a coach, I'm rooting for Dan Campbell. Oh, facts. MCDC is the coolest. Like, dog. I love me some MCDC. For those who don't understand, MCDC is Motor City Dan Campbell. Yes, sir. Um, but but no, I mean, I, I love him to death. But they looked atrocious today. They looked yeah. awful. I mean, like the only they, person who they looked good in the entire game by more two scores or more from the, from like mid second quarter on, and then they got some trash points at the end. Uh-huh. And in fact fun gambling note here that two-point conversion that they went for at the end of the game yep caused niners minus eight and a half betters to lose all over the country (laughs) minus eight and a half sons of bitches can can i ask were you one of those i was i had niners money line so i was okay but Mm, a lot of people were i mean like I thought minus eight and a half was a lock. I was thinking myself that, the whole game, like, wow, I could have made so much more if I bet the spread. Mm-hmm. And loud be damned, the, the Lions come back and cover. 
Also, Chris, I wanted to know your feelings on um, the dual quarterback situation in San Francisco with Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo playing a majority of the game. It's well, a fascinating Jim- one. It's, it's, it's a it's, fascinating one. It, 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 it reeks. It reeks of the New Orleans Saints approach mm. offense in years past right mm. it's, it's it's fascinating it's fascinating as hell um if anything it's in it's an it's an ingenious way for uh shanahan to kind of um i compare it to the government releasing information about ufos right it's like look, guys it's not a big deal if we tell you aliens are real if we slowly kind of throw it on you yeah right right Right? like it's not that big of a deal if the if the government came out tomorrow and was like yep we don't know what the fuck them things are i'm gonna be talking about that i think i think we good and then like but with trey lance it's like look low-key this is our quarterback but we understand that y'all might not be cool with that (laughs) but we show you a package every now and then god damn if the guy scores a touchdown a game it's gonna be hard for you to fucking deny it so yeah so you think Trey Lance is the uh, future for the 49ers? Jimmy G is on borrowed time. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, no do I, doubt. Do Are I we think, kidding? Do I, do I think he's the future? No. Do, do I, I know? No. Yes. Do okay. I believe that he is a positive future? That's up to the jury. So just because you're the future of a franchise doesn't mean you're a positive future for a franchise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Also... Debo Samuel showed out in this game too. Debo like, Samuel, nine receptions, 189 yards. His longest pass was 79 yards and one touchdown. Look, man, anybody named Debo balling yeah, out when they yeah, walk on, on when they walk on the field. R.I.P. My boy Debo. But tiny <laughs> Lister, man, I love you, man. You know, on there the was ob- a cool. There was a cool. There was a cool snippet from that game. Uh, Debo Samuel. Uh, wait, wait. Debo Samuel's on the. Uh, and 49ers. He's on the 49ers. Who am I thinking say, of the Bills? Um, no Emmanuel. idea. No, Emmanuel. No, Emmanuel. It, was Emmanuel it Emmanuel Sanders? Sanders? No, it can't be. Emmanuel Sanders is on the Bills. Debo Sanders is on the Bills or Emmanuel Sanders on the Bills? Emmanuel Sanders is on the Bills. Okay, Debo Samuel's on the 49ers. Guys. Yeah, Debo Samuel, but like, yeah, but the Niners, man, I mean, ultimately their defense, like, was their offense today. I mean, like, they, they absolutely made the game impossible for Jared Goff. So, if anything, for them to score what they did, even with trash points accounted for, <laughs> still got to admit that's pretty cool. Yep. Indeed. Now, can we talk about the um, most disappointing game of the week? That's a matter of opinion. You know what? You know what? <laughs> hey, at least you guys know what I'm talking about when I say this. Because right. at least in fantasy wise, thanks. Ah! Dang. <laughs> I'm in no, another not, league. Not a disappointing game, but disappointing team, right? And I'm only assuming we're talking Titans, Cardinals here. Yes. Well, one team looks really good. The other team, I'm looking like, what are you doing? What was that? See, like from a gambling approach, guys, I have to be really careful about, you know, I, I've all heard the term overreaction Monday. Yes. This right? <laughs> so, so overreaction Monday is, is very, very prominent, not just in the world of sports media, like the one you guys live on, mm-hmm. um, but in, in the gambling world, like the one I live in. And because, you know, guys are going to overly bet the Cardinals now because they blew out the Titans and the Titans are going to get overly slept on. 
in all reality, I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think. Do you think these are actual and don't be afraid to be wrong because there's no such thing as being wrong here. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that these are actual representations of what's to come? Because sometimes week one is. No. But I if if Derek Henry if Derek Henry cannot do something Nets game, I let me see. I think the Titans. Well, the motherfucker started off eight carries for nine yards. Or I think That's, it might have been flipped. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, no. like nine carries yeah. for eight yards. The only reason I know that is because you said it in our yeah, group chat. I was just I copied and pasted it from the box score. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't oh my god, damn. Now I, look, so bad. It, it, it's only week one. I'm not ready to I'm not ready to hit the panic button just yet on the Titans. Chris, I will tell you, I don't know if you heard, but my Super Bowl pick is Arizona versus Kansas City. Mm. He is hot. He has been high. I am on. very high on Arizona. A lot of people don't see it. I think they I will see- make a Super Bowl. They'll bust the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> but I don't think this is this is a good this is a good representation of what the Arizona Cardinals could be like this year. The Titans, I just don't right. think they were ready for this. They yeah, they didn't so, see like, so like so you think so if I understand what you're saying, Tony, then on the Cardinals side of the ball, this is a representation of their ceiling, but not necessarily representation of what they are. Consistently. Exactly. And on the Titans side of the ball, this is just a wash game. You want you you wash it, erase it, and move on to the next game. Yeah. Look, this is this is a learning experience, really, in this one. Like they this a meme earlier. I saw a meme earlier. You know that one where like the car is like turning a hard right on the freeway, and it in like the center the center road was like fix the defense, and the hard right was like sign Julio Jones. <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's true. Uh, I felt like there were certain things they needed to do on defense, and they didn't do. And they was like, oh my god, Julio Jones is there. Hey, look, that's the same thing as AJ Brown. Get him. Y'all know, y'all know that lineman Lewin. Yeah. Oh, did you see that tweet too? Yeah, man. Where he he basically called himself out and said, "Man, I fucking suck today." He was like, I "Yeah, like <laughs> trash." Congrats to Chandler Jones on exposing me. I'm, I'm this gonna is a learning to po- experience. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to his podcast this week. Busting yeah, I got it. Because yeah, Chandler Jones. Yep. He got like five stats on to in just today's game alone, right? He ate. <laughs> I think it was three, but three's a shitload. Think about that. You got Chandler game. Jones. You got Chandler Jones on one side, and you have JJ Watt on the other. Five like, sacks. You're talking about pacing. You're talking no, about Chan- if, you're, if you're getting three a game, you're, you're pacing for 51 sacks. Chris, Chris, he got he got five sacks. Five sacks. Chandler Jones. Five sacks. <laughs> five sacks in this game. If Chandler Jones. <laughs> Does not lead the NFL in sacks by the end of the year. He deserves to retire. He's hold or retire. Man, Listen, Tori. If you have a five sack like this, start. if he keeps five. going like this, he is the defensive player of the year. Not even close. I mean, Money. bro, because do think about it. Someone, I mean, Jesus Christ, like we, we should Google this. Like Chandler Jones' stats in the past, I bet he's never had more than 12. So like if he has twenty, I mean, what's the record by straight by by straight? It is twenty two and a half. 
Holy shit, he could totally catch that with a 17 yeah, Easily. Schedule. He's got 16 games to go. Imagine having a five-sack head start. Dude, imagine if he breaks the record before the end of the season. Not at the not the last game, but before. That would be cooler because you know that would no one would bitch about it. But yeah, Chandler Chandler Jones, man, put the league on watch. I love it. Okay, you know I, I'm look I'm as we're talking I'm looking up Chandler Jones' stats. I got to They never have more than twelve. I bet, I bet he has it. I bet. Bet <laughs> never have more than twelve. If, I swear to God, if he's had like a fifteen sack season, I'd be pissed off. Uh, set. Let me see where did I find this. Boom, 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 boom. Well, so, well, you know. What? Well, one season in 2017, I think he had like 17 sets. The shit. But what? No, his it, it was like nine. 2019, no, 2019 he had nine. 2019 he had like 19 sets. And, Son of a oh bitch. my god. I mean, and 2018, 13, 2016, 11, 2015, 12. Like the lowest sack total he's had, I think it was last year because I think he was hurt and he only had like one sack. Wow. Well, about, and he's the he's the good brother of all three Jones brothers because you know his other brother doesn't know how to stay clean and stay in the UFC. Oh, different subject. Sorry, oh. we ain't talking about we ain't talking Wait, about who's that his right brother? Who's his John brother? Jones. John Jones. John is Jones is his brother. Jones's brother. Yeah. Damn you didn't know that? That's fucking crazy. That's no way. Yeah. And wow. His, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Okay, now um, can uh, can we talk about how yeah. everybody was like, "Hey, Carson Wentz is going to change the Colts." <laughs> look, man. In all fairness, and I'm a Cowboy guy, right? Like y'all know that. And, and we're also, pa- but be, the thing is, we're also Pat McAfee reply. guys. Also, Pat McAfee guys, right? So like, you'd be, it'd be really easy for me to tear Carson Wentz apart, but. This is more Dude, I mean, I didn't even expect him to play. I didn't know he was playing until 11 a.m. this morning. Yeah, when I, I thought heard he I was thought, starting. I was like, wow. But this is really more forced it. I think they should let him rest because Carson Wentz is fragile. But when he's healthy, he can ball. He can ball his ass off. But, but right now, I I think it's too early. You should have second, like second, second year in a row. Second year in a row. The Seahawks, and again from the gambling angle here, right, guys? <laughs> Second year in a row, the Seahawks start off the season as three-point dogs on the road. Mm-hmm. Last year it was the Falcons. This year it's the Colts. When are people gonna give Russell Wilson some goddamn respect? Never. Come on, I never. Mean, look, it's not it, eighteen of twenty-three, two fifty-four yards with four TDs. Jeff. Like I get it, like I get it, you know. Like I, if I'm making the line in Vegas, and I know that Carson Wentz is starting, I mean, I might make it a pick them, but three points, yeah. three points, you're gonna yeah. get okay. three points. Yeah, I don't know. I think people disrespect. They don't give Russell Wilson the respect he deserves because they always, they're always afraid of that offensive line and Russell Wilson running his ass off. But Russell Wilson can make the can make plays like literally out of nowhere. Hashtag Leverage <laughs> Cook. Fats fading back a dime over the top shoulder of Tyler Lockett. Jeff, you were <sighs> mad today. We were talking during this. You were mad as shit because you're going against Chris and Fantasy and Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. See, I have a love hate. I have a love hate thing with Tyler Lockett. 
Because when I when I start him in fantasy, he does, does absolutely shit. nothing. nothing. <laughs> Never. When I, when I bench him, he just goes completely Balls out. Guess <laughs> what? So yeah. Balled the fuck out today. It's crazy, dude. Because the, the Seahawks no. historically historically don't score a lot. It's crazy because like they're one of those teams where like, dude, it's crazy. They just don't score a lot through the air. Right? Tony, so like you, when they win, it's just it's it's nutty. Like you end up in the raw end of deals, like what Jeff is talking about. Like Tony, he didn't really do. He only had four receptions. I know. One, uh, that's Two what, being that's a, bombs. No, one being a sixty-nine yard bomb, bombs. and the other one was a fifty-yard bomb. <laughs> but it, oh, like, is it is it the matter of like? Think about this. In the first half, I just read this. I'm watching NFL Network at the same time. Russell Wilson had more touchdown passes than incompletions in the first half. God damn. Russell Russell Wilson cooking. Give this man the respect he has due. MVP on notice. Come on. Now, um, let's talk about some sewage pipes busting in a football stadium today. Um, not just that, a quarterback, another quarterback just uh, down, going down, down. down. The bodies hit the flow. Literally, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the Washington football team lost to the Los Angeles Chargers 20-16. to 16. I don't really know much else about this game besides the sewage pipes because it distracts anybody. Anybody, anybody know, this is a genuine question, anybody huh. know when Fitzpatrick got hurt and left the game i think it was the third quarter i think it was the I third so. quarter from what i understood third quarter. um and they i heard the later beginning you know uh beginning of the third quarter um from what i understand from after the game they said it's a serious hip injury and he's getting an mri tomorrow to see how significant the injury is and also another injury report we forgot to mention the 49ers may have lost their best corner <sighs> jason Verrett. yeah he tears his he tore his acl Another corner gone. Yeah, TCU, man. TCU. Son of a bitch. See, when I bring up TCU, it's like Chris knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I love Jason. But can we just talk about, like, I love that the Chargers won this game. They look great, you know. Justin, I mean. Justin Herbert's Justin Herbert. I can't complain. But can we talk? I really want to dog on the Washington football team right now because of how shit their stadium is. I don't give a shit about the game. I really don't. I really don't. I mean, I really don't either. I mean, you don't, I don't give really a shit, g- but they give, they give, but apparently in Washington, they give lots of shit. Oh, no, I know but they if, give they lots give, of shit. In fact, in fact, they give so much shit that they're willing to hand it to you in stadium on, in the seat with a fruit, with comes free. Their shit comes free with a ticket. <laughs> so, like, it's pretty insane to really think about it. <laughs> Seeing the video of the pipe bursting from, and it wasn't even from like below. Bro, I thought it was coming. People from below. were touching at first. They thought it was water, water. Oh. They thought it was like they were like, "Oh no way!" Like that's sewage. Like, oh shit! <laughs> as soon as it's like, all, oh shit, shit is right. Oh shit is right. <laughs> I had a natural like gag. I was like, that, look, Bro, they, if they did that at Jerry World, people would have a field. Fucking, because yeah. You build that stadium with that much money, and you're telling me the the pipe busted? 
Oh, hear me out. hell hear me no. Out. Hear me out. Is it too late to pitch a, a team name for them? The Washington Shitstains? <sighs> hey, man, they've already Baby. narrowed the, the names down to three, man. Yeah, they shouldn't <laughs> tell us what it is. I guarantee you Washington football team is one of them, though. I, I guarantee you Washington football team is one of them. The Red Wolves are one of them. And then, like, gotta be. The, Arm- the Armada or some bullshit is that. Yeah, you got to add a red something. Yeah. The, Ar- or red the Armada. Red that Red Hogs name actually kind of, when I heard it at first, I was like, oh, that's not bad. Red Hogs is cool. You could turn some funny logos with that. I, and also, it, like, it pays homage to their fans. Also, gen- gentlemen, I think, I don't think, there's no way Fitzpatrick only did this much and not got hurt earlier. Because he only attempted to throw the ball six times. Mm. So, it was three of six for 13. There's yeah, also, I uh, watch that game because Antonio Gibson didn't necessarily ball out. Yeah, twenty carries for ninety yards. I mean, hey, he worked for every yard he got. So. Yeah, yeah, but for six for to yeah. encompass that with six throws. Yeah, I know that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm like that doesn't add up. I think he got hurt earlier. The Sam Darnold game of the week. <laughs> the revenge I'm, game. I mean, literally, oh, he's playing against the Jets. <laughs> Hey, by the way, guys, to fill in the gaps here, Heineke. Heineke? Boy, Taylor Heineke. He went yeah, 11, 11, 15. Uh, uh, yeah, 11, 15. 120 yards. Hey, man, my dude, Taylor Heineken, man, bro. bro. Gentlemen, with their quarterback situation, just to wrap up Washington, do you think they give Cam Newton a call? Absolutely. You have to. It's not even just that. It's the fact that it's Ron Rivera as his coach. Boy, why the fuck is no one talking about that? Come on! Why the fuck is no one talking about that? Clip like, this, oh, he should go on. to Denver. Now with this you, injury? Clip this, put it on Instagram, tag the Redskins. Like, you've Jesus got Sam, sign Cam Newton. I mean, sign unless you... Cam Newton now, vaccinated or not. Let me say it like now. this. I know the whole vaccine situation for Cam Newton is a little fishy. But if you don't go out and sign that man to a contract, knowing damn well he still has football left in him. I'm quoting him. Man, dude. He still has football left in him. And he's familiar with the coach. His coach loves him, and he's wanting a reunion. You can't look at me in the face, into my eyes, and tell me that you think that Brian Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than Cam. Cam. I'm also going to quote Cam when he was on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson, and them. There's not 32 quarterbacks better than Cam Newton. On God. There's not. There's not. There's not. Now granted, granted, there may be 30 quarterbacks better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But not 32. 32? Bet your ass ass ain't no 32. (laughs) And I bet, like, two of them that are better than them are, like, on one team, too, you know? <laughs> Literally. No, like, Just no, saying? seriously. You mean to tell me the te- – come on. Like, I, I know the Texans went ham today, but you can't Thinking tell me that, Tyrod yeah. Taylor is better than Cam Newton. No, I can't. But <laughs> no. also, at the same time, speaking of that – Are we going with – are we going to the Texans game? Or you yeah, we're going the- to that. We're going yeah, to that. Because Euro-step. it's a perfect segue because, look, with the Deshaun Watson situation the way it is – you took Tyron Taylor have- had his chance to take over, and guess what? This is exactly what the fuck he did. Earned the job today, Chris. You hear how you hear the asking price of what the Texans organization want for Deshaun Watson? The 
asking price? They what, want what six players for Deshaun they, Watson in a trade. Oh, like in a trade. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, that's retarded. They I'm like, you're that you're out of your you're out of your mind unless you give me some compensation. They can get six those. human. They can get six human beings. <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting six players. Not with that. Six players. You're gonna get yeah. six guys who look like me, and <laughs> and they're all playing slot receiver, and none are gonna actually be good. <laughs> also, Jeez. can we talk about the fact that you know Tyrod Taylor threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns, and also Mark Ingram looked really good on the ground. Hey, my guy. Hey, I like that. Brandon Cooks had himself a day. Five receptions for a hundred. What is it? What is it? What is this? Old Saint players going to Houston? Jesus. I mean, I guess that's where they go go to die. I don't know. Shit. At at this point, you need to tell me Drew Brees couldn't do all that. (laughs) Five receptions. He did call a fire ass game on Saturday for Notre Dame. I'll be honest. He did all right. He did all right. (laughs) Take him time. He'll be fine. Five receptions, 132 yards for Brandon Cooks. I'm just saying, Tony Romo set the bar. Set the bar pretty high. (laughs) <laughs> that is true. Um, so, also, so, um, how? What did y'all think? First impressions in a regular season game of Trevor Lawrence. Welcome exactly to the NFL. I, Welcome yeah, to yeah. the NFL. Retweet. I mean, exactly what I've been saying for the last three years about Trevor Lawrence. I, I again, I've been I've been noted on tape, and I'm be, I'm more than willing for the listeners or yep. anyone on and any one of my listeners to call me wrong on it one day. I have just personally never seen the hype about Trevor Lawrence. I brought this up during the draft special show, Tony. I've never seen such little talk, such little promotion I remember this. of somebody who has had this level of hype for a quote-unquote consensus number one overall pick yeah. in my what, entire life. Really, ever. The, like, before, like, today, like, before today, yeah. this man had never lost a game in high school or college. Ever, ever. Well, no, he lost one. In the no, no, no. He, he technically we could say he never lost that because he didn't start that game. Oh yeah, I guess he was hurt. Right. Look, all I'm saying is, man, like, dude, like, I, I've never once looked at Trevor Lawrence and go, went, wow, he is the reason this team won this ball game today. Absolutely. I've never like, once ever said that, like, ever once and i watched a lot of clemson guys if you're mm-hmm. listening out there do not think i'm just hating i've watched i watch a lot of clemson football like i mean again when you live in the gambling world like i do right when you're a professional gambler you have mm-hmm. to put the film on your eyes i've just not to say he's not a good quarterback he'll be good he'll be decent yep but i've never seen him take over a ball game joe burrow i've seen take over a ball game baker mayfield you can hate on him all you want i've seen him take over a ball game in fact watch that 2018 big 12 championship game live gold gold saw him take over that ball game tony did you just give praise to him sooner did you just give praise to him shut up we're not talking about that but yes i did okay look man uh, all all i'm saying that like shit like i i haven't seen like another good example of that is like like tua and jalen i've never necessarily seen them take over ball games before jalen i've seen more than 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 Tua, which is why I think Jalen will have the better career. But overall, man, Trevor, for somebody who's supposed to be the undisputed, undoubted, number one consensus overall pick, you'd be fucking ridiculous not to take him. Why was, not? 
wasn't didn't Mel Kiper grade him higher than like Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck or something like that? Bro, basically, dude. Like, and, but oh. again, I'm fading that. I'm fading that. Like, I'm fading that hype. Guys, if, listeners, if you don't know what fading that means, it's a gambling term. It basically means you're betting against. Every time. Let's just say. Yeah. Time. So like, I'm like, fading that all day. Like, I saw some of the highlights of Trevor Lawrence. Nothing really just stand out to me. Like saying, "Oh wow, Trevor Lawrence is." Oh my goodness, like. There were a couple good throws here or there, but nothing super flashy. I'm just no, yeah, this is no game. Yeah, it's one game. You know, I totally it's get one it. game. I just think I, th- I just think Jacksonville is a place where, man, if you have to do it all over again, if I'm if I'm Trevor, I'm I'm re I'm re-entering. I'm going back to school. Like <laughs> I just I'm just if not. If you had an opportunity that. to go back to school, I would have gone back to school. But yeah. I'm gonna go back to school, play like shit on purpose. So I can get lower in the draft. Right. So I ain't right. got to so think I, about this so shit So that way I can go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get fuck, better. Why would the fuck would you? Look, and you're not even such an, you're in, you go into a bad situation, correct? Your quarterbacks are And then, I hate, I hate, I'm the person that hates this. I hate when NFL teams go to former college coaches and think they're going to be a, they're going to change everything. They're, they're not Lyons. Jimmy Johnson, Okay. They're Urban not Jimmy Myers. Johnson. Damn, Urban Meyer Johnson, is going to be man. fired by the end of the season. Shout Guarantee it. Johnson. I don't know that, but shout out to Johnson because that is that is a very difficult transition to make and has historically it's, been a terrible one. Historically, See, what is, yes. And, and, we, and guys, we've had all this conversation without even going to the box score. 28 of 51, so that means they let him throw. Yeah. Right. Yep. They Three let him throw. Up. Three tutties and three picks. Mm-hmm. He leads the league in picks. Already. Already. Jeez. But so now, do the do you think? Okay, over and under on the Jaguars win loss total, three wins. Well, the actual total I think is four. Five. It's like four, four or five. five or something. Four, four or five. Okay. So I would say five. I'd so like five and a half. I'd be like four and a half. I'll say three. Jeez, <laughs> I think they'll get four um, on the dot. But after the commercial break, we're going to talk about the three twenty-five games and the late game because Ooh. oh, these games—they mm. all have oh. stories to it. They all have stories. Oh, it's Love so beautiful! It. It's and we're so going to start with that one that he's like, "Oh my god, let me go." We're going to start with that one, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Welcome back from the commercial break. Um, we have a giddy one. We're going to go ahead and say it. Um, I don't give a shit. I know what my list says. We're starting with, so we can get this shit out the way. Because you can oh. hear it, and I hate it, and it's disgusting. <laughs> How is this disgusting? 38 to 3. The New Orleans Saints beat the Green Bay Packers. Now, not to speed, absolutely destroy now okay yes let tony i mean i mean tony i don't know what you want to do you want to let, let jeff speak from his heart you like critique the shit out of this game let jeff talk let it go <laughs> first of all the green bay packers i'm gonna say wow 
you did not come to play at all. You looked like goddamn bums just sitting on the sitting on the sand sands, just getting fat on the sideline, eating some goddamn steak. Aaron Rodgers looked like he didn't give a shit whatsoever. Let's get out that get that out of the way. Jameis Winston, though, you came to freaking play. 14 to 20, 148 yards and five touchdowns. I mean, that's the first time ever that you've done like five touchdowns and not even throw for a buck fifty. You didn't have to. You didn't have to. All you it had even, to do. It even came with the trademark Jameis Winston shitty post game interview. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking. We ain't talking about that right now. You had uh, Alvin. Uh, you had Alvin Kamara just eat twenty carries for eighty three yards, and then you had Tony Jones Jr., their second string running back, who now is the second string because Latavius Murray got cut. We ain't talking about that right now. Eleven carries for fifty yards. You just ran the ball down their throats, and it was so it was beautiful. And every t- like every time I looked at Jameis Winston, I was like, "Be smart with the football. Be smart with the football." He was smart making decisions. And by God, Chris, I have never seen Jameis Winston have so much time in the pocket to make a throw. That offensive line played its freaking yeah. ass off. I could not believe how much time he was getting. Deontay, he's just throwing the ball occasionally. Deontay Harris, and if you were to tell me Jawan Johnson would have two touchdowns, I would have been like, you out of your damn mind. And another thing, if you were to tell me that Jameis Winston would get five touchdowns and Aaron Rodgers wouldn't get even one, you'd be, I'd be you out of your damn mind. I, you can't, I will be the first to admit, I did not see this coming. I did not see this much of a beatdown coming. Aaron Rodgers, this defense just shut him down on the rushing game Aaron Jones had five carries for nine yards they did not let him do nothing absolutely whole game Devontae Adams number one receiver the best receiver in football five receptions for 56 yards absolute nothing jack shit and then two interceptions I don't know what Aaron Rodgers was throwing here we go here we go Aaron Rod- Paulson Adebo, I am high on that corner. The one weakness of the Saints right now is their depth in corner. They fix that issue with Bradley Roby, but Paulson Adebo is a rookie. I'm telling you guys, you need to look out for. And Marshawn Lattimore, you just got paid. Mm. Uh, hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Jeff, before we get into our takes on it. You got to think. Michael Thomas is walking into the executive boardroom tonight tomorrow morning <laughs> and saying i'm healthy i'm ready whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. let's fucking do this. i never had a doubt i'm all in james winston oh i never i never doubted him in the first place <laughs> oh, we you got we're, we're basically brothers what you, you got it we were you dancing on the sideline what are we talking about Shit. You, you gotta you gotta wonder i mean you're probably right i mean he's out to like wheat sits with that injury but hey if this is the Winston, they can only get better. I hate. Oh God, the yes. I, I oh, God, hate yes. the way the IR works in the NFL. I really do. Also, Traquan Smith is an IR, but if you tell Deontay Ugh. Harris, Jawan Johnson, Adam Trotman, and okay, I wish Marquez Callaway got a little bit more active, but he had a beautiful 14-yard grab. But that's just only one catch. He didn't need to throw the ball that much. He was Winston played smart, efficient. Don't turn the football over football. That's what right. Sean Payton has been great. Have any great. Turnovers at all? No, no, zero, zero None. turnovers, not even a single sack. Aaron Rodgers got sacked one time. Me, me, and Jeff did notice that, like throughout the game, hey. there was so many times where 
Jameis was just standing there. The offensive line was just protecting him. I've never Look, seen Winston guys, have that. How much do y'all think between one and ten? Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to ten, from mm-hmm. z- one being absolutely in zero, zero impact, and ten being <laughs> this was the cause. How much do you guys think his LASIK surgery had an impact? Oh, an absolute nine. <laughs> About nine. Because <laughs> he was seeing the ball. He was making smart decisions. Oh, the fuck went this shit earlier then? Yeah! <laughs> like, I don't know. See, like, for me, it's if more like If you can't six. see, where the fuck were you not wearing glasses on the field? Look see, at blank and shit. I would have considered six a high number. But the fact you both guys said nine. Uh, okay. I think that it, LASIK it, surgery it, makes that much of a difference. I really, really do. Crit- Chris, are you comparing the LASIK surgery or Sean Payton or sitting in the bench for two years? No, he said the LASIK. The LASIK? And the LASIK, I'd say about a seven. seven, the LASIK. Seven to eight. Seven to eight, honestly. That's a shitload. That's crazy. So so y'all were seriously, so you were under the impression that like, yeah, I mean, fuck, I guess the motherfucker just can't see. (laughs) Bro, I mean, clearly he couldn't see the cameras when he stole the lobster from the fucking store. Oh, oh and, God. And, I said it. Hey, <laughs> and and Chris, Sean Payton's not Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians wants to take risks. He wants to throw the balls down. He wants to throw the ball down the field. Sean Payton is going to tell him, "Hey, take what the defense gives you. Be smart with the football. Check down if you have to. Throw it away if you have to. Do not cause a. Be smart with the football and do not cause turnovers." He is. That's in- fair. That, that's a, that's an incredible point to make, um, Jeff. Because I mean, clearly. If, for the listeners out there, if you have any doubt in what Jeff just said, go watch some Tampa Bay Buccaneers tape. It's not like, how, when's the last time you seen Tom Brady do what the fuck he's doing right now? Right? He's so they let him. They want him to. That's part of the game. Plan. That's part of the Tom game Brady. It's Tom Brady. Well, yeah. not, it's not necessarily that, Tom Brady. It's but you, you never see Tom. In, okay, in Belichick, during the Belichick-Brady era, how many times do you see Belichick saying, Brady, throw the ball down the field. Stretch Chuck the deal. Chunk it. He does that. He does I mean, that so much deep, more. They'll throw, they'll throw deep seam routes. Occasionally, they don't do what they do now in Tampa, which is chuck the ball down the sideline and say, "My guy is better than your guy." I'll be the person mm-hmm. to say it. The last time they were throwing the ball down the field like they are in Tampa right now, the way they are, Randy Moss. I'll say that's it. Right. You, that's you, fair. You mean the that, Patriots? The, the Patriots, Patriots. Yeah. Tom, With Tom Brady. You mean, you mean yes. Tom Brady. Tom Tampa Brady. Bay. Yeah, Tom Tom Brady. Yeah, because Jesus exactly what I was Christ. Say, yeah, that year was Randy Moss. Oh seven, Randy Moss. For oh. The it's oh, been that. Oh God. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna uh, shift to the uh, the the Giants Broncos game real quick. Well, like, well, like, but well, before you do, and just uh, I'll I'll keep it quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Time. Go ahead. But like, I wanted to really, really like at least bring this point up for the listeners, at least guys. Ask yourselves. Which is more sustainable? The Packers shitting themselves, putting up a three spot with Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP, or Jameis Winston and the Saints with six new starters going and consistently dropping 38 and holding teams to three like the Green Bay Packers. Ask yourself which is more sustainable as you move forward. That's all I'm saying. Which is more sustainable? Ooh. Well, um, I'm we all know the I, answer here. Uh, oh, you want my answer? <laughs> we all know the answer. Oh yeah, we know the answer. What's the say. answer? 
it's, it's obvious. It's, it's not obvious. Uh, Winston, I guess. Yeah, Winston is less sustainable. Yeah, less sustainable. Come on now. Yeah, like wait. The, the, if the question is which is like more like sustainable or more believable, it would be. It would be the. Um, that Jameis and the Saints can be this consistent. Yes. Versus I, the Packers absolutely shitting themselves. Yeah. They, that, they, how, they look. They look dehyped. They look exhausted. They look gassed. They look like they just flat out quit. I mean, let's be. Let's also be real. They, they literally forfeit. They literally <laughs> in the fourth quarter, yeah. literally Jordan they Love came in the game. Stars out. Yeah, stars out. after they the Deontay, out. after that deep bomb to Deontay Harris, that fifth touchdown, they're like, "All right, you know what? Wave the white flag. We're done. We're done. It, this game's over." Now, so what? What are you saying? About the, talk about, that, the reason I wanted to talk about the uh, the Broncos Giants game because the Broncos went into Denver, you know, took over, did, played a really good game. Melvin Gordon looked really good in this game. Teddy Bridgewater was a good game manager in this game. Like, like just exactly what the Broncos needed to do, they did. And the Giants, we don't know what this team is. They have no offensive line. They re- they literally do not have an offensive line. And my issue with the Giants is, Daniel Jones, you may be a good running quarterback. You may be a decent, average, below-average passing quarterback. Quit turning the damn football over. Quit coughing up the football with those goddamn fumbles. Jesus Christ! Every you game I see, damn bum. Every time I see Daniel Jones, I'm like, oh, there's a fumble. There's a fumble. Every game, he, he, he's he's bound to get you one fumble. Also, Saquon Barkley, slowly get back into there. You had ten carries for 26 yards. Not your greatest, but they eased him back. They were in a limited role. Sterling also, Shepard, you played your ass off. Seven receptions, 113 yards. Good job, but not also, in. But, Get well soon, Jerry Judy. I saw that injury. Ugh, not again, not again, not again. God oh, damn. Is that bad? It's the it's the Dak injury. Oh, oh no, it's not. Yes, no. it is. Yeah, it's that bad. Oh. Literally, I saw the damn. replay just a second ago. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Damn, so he's done. He's gone for the year. Damn, Son that's a bitch, man. And if that's anybody crazy. thinks he's coming back, no. This game is crazy, isn't it? And it literally, it's literally is the it's the exact same way that the, the defender fell on um, Dak's ankle, the exact same way. It's literal gladiators, which is what we watch. We pay, we watch, we pay to watch guys kill each other. Yeah, I mean, look, even and rugby tackles don't hurt like the this. Rules, and they made the rules softer. And they're still killing each other. See, like, here's what I hate whenever, like, I hate taking off topic. This is what I hate whenever old players talk about the game being softer. It's like, bitch, you played against a bunch of plumbers and fucking electricians. These guys are elite athletes. You weren't getting hit as hard. You weren't getting juked out as hard. You weren't getting dotted like you were now. There were less teams then. There was less of a... You didn't get paid as much proportionately. They refer to inflation, but, dude, inflation is 3%. And football players have gone drastically. It's just not the same game anymore. Like you actually like kids grow up knowing they want to be superstars and get paid. And Chris, you got to think also the knowledge is concussions and CT CTEs and concussions. Back in the day, they didn't know about concussions. They didn't know about the head trauma and all those, all the medical problems that football can come up with. But now so, they know. Do you think that makes some? Do you I mean? Do you think that makes people less down? Hmm. I don't think it has derived from that at all. I mean, otherwise the quality of player would have gone down. It's only gone better. Yeah. And People, also, if anything, I think trans a little bit of transparency has made it easier on the NFL. It's like, look, man, like you know what you're signing up for. 
So don't act brand new. And also, the players nowadays are, they have so much different training regiments. So many different training regiments that the guys back in the day didn't have. Bro, Jerry Rice was not hitting ladders and fucking like. He was catching bricks. He was just (laughs) catching bricks, bro. Literally, like, it's so different now. They're technicians now. Technicians. Back back then, they were just athletes. Mm Mm-hmm. And look, Jerry Rice, the greatest, greatest receiver, favorite. greatest receiver not of even, all time. Not even, not close. even close. Yeah, it's not even close. No. <laughs> um. Now let's talk about. Let's talk about. I just, uh, just want to point that out, guys. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. One, you're, la- you're one, correct. La- one last thing. Speaking about how some play, some people say this about soft. I will say this. There was one egregious. BS call that went in my Saints' favor. That rough in the passer call. Jameis Winston, I will say, he should have had at least yeah, one interception. That, that that was a terrible call. I just want to get that out the way. But hey, I'll take it. That's fair. Fair Now, uh, let's talk about uh, your co-host of the Hammer Time podcast, Jacob. Oh, His favorite team. Uh, why does he? Why does he like that team? That's so disgusting. Yeah, you know what the difference maker in this game was? Mm. I wore my 2013 Dolph, r- rookie Ryan Tannehill Dolphins jersey. <laughs> and that was clearly the difference in the game. Um, I mean, for those who don't understand what happened, the Patriots had a chance to win the game late in the game. Yeah. All they had to do was run the clock out, kick a field goal, and they were already in the red zone. And they fumbled the ball on a first down handoff, and uh, the Dolphins in the game also also Tua didn't look great in this game he didn't look great and I wanted to ask you guys one specific question about this honestly I think this topic is interesting enough to only focus on this to be real with you guys okay fuck fuck, fuck Mac Jones this is like honestly (laughs) any any topic you can come up about this game how what does it tell you about Dolphins management and even Brian Flores and their opinion about Tua Tugavaloa Whenever they're willing to put in the backup quarterback, who I believe is Jacoby Brissett, yes, mm-hmm. into the game for multiple end of down packages as a like game. He, he's the same way they did basically with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but they would switch to it back in, like like on a third down or a fourth down, two times in the game they put in Jacoby. So like a Taysom Hill package, basically. No. Yeah, but with with someone like. Jacoby Brissett, because I've good. seen Brissett two rushes, two carries for four yards. So yeah. I'm thinking that when I see that sad line, I'm thinking, oh, a Taysom Hill package, um, kind of. But at the same time, it was in, dis- in in disguise. It was like a Taysom Hill package in disguise because Jacoby's <laughs> never done that before. Because like when Fitzpatrick was there, literally they would have packages for Fitzpatrick to be on the field just to mm. throw the ball, kind of the same way that. In a game we'll talk about here in a little bit. I get what Jeff is saying, though. Yeah. It's like, I I don't think they fully trust Tua at all. They clearly don't, right? I mean, how clearly. How can you, I mean, like, the only reason it worked in, 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 in New Orleans is because even Drew was self acknowledging of, like, hey, I'm not the same guy I was. And Taysom is just that unique of a talent. Yeah, one. Like, this seems one, forced. This seems forced. Yeah, this very much like, so. This this reeks that we don't believe in this guy. 
That's like, why every time athletic, he's young. yeah. Every time I hear about trade again to bring up Deshaun Watson, every time I hear about trade packages, I hear Tua is involved with Desh- with because I mean, let's be honest, Deshaun Watson. I would take I, if I had to choose between Deshaun Watson and Tua, minus the legal troubles and all that stuff. I'm as a player, I'm taking Deshaun Watson easily. I'm I have not. I'm willing to gamble that he's like literally from the Dolphins. It's like, look, we have to gamble on that he's innocent. I'm willing to do that and get him yeah. cheaper. I mean, Cause, cause, like, might as well get him cheaper. Like, like that—that's leverage. You can yeah. get him cheaper. You can get him cheaper if he's like in litigation. Like, like I would be paying if I'm the Dolphins. I'm paying tons of insiders on the street who know these women yep. and try to learn as much about them as possible and try and learn literally try to literally beat the case mm-hmm. before the lawyers and case like caseworkers do mm-hmm. and hope that I can trade them like two first round picks for Deshaun <laughs> right because if he comes back good good to go obviously the not- asking price a little higher I mean, and also, if you put Deshaun Watson with that Dolphins uh, team, yep. th- <laughs> that's that'll a playoff. That that'll elevate them. Playoff, yeah, playoff team, team, definitely. Playoff Can't team, easily. Better. Can't say they're not better. No. What What's the issue with Tua though? I'm just like, is he? Just, I don't know what. I don't. I don't Bro, know. Have you Have you seen him throw with a football? He's he looks confident. like he's curl hopping a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> He's not like, confident. Here it the comes. Here, he's like he double pads it. Pop, pop. Here, uh, I'm, I'm acting it out right now. I know y'all can't see me. I know, I know. Here <laughs> it comes. <laughs> so you like, think a change? Like, do you think a change of scenery would help with Tua? No, absolutely not. I think he's fundamentally imperfect. Like he literally is a Tim Tebow, and I don't even hate lefty quarterbacks like that. No, and but, but it's, I mean, it's, guys, it's like, a matter like, of, seriously, like, yeah. like, like Jeff, I encourage you, YouTube, Tua Tagovailoa highlights of any kind watch him throw the <laughs> football watch how quickly he gets rid of the football not like not from the snap to when the ball leaves his hand <laughs> but when he starts his throw to when he ends his throw and then go watch tom brady or go watch breeze <laughs> or go watch winston you know, fu- just fucking or winston. aaron Rodgers. right like certain well I'll, well winston's a bad example it'll be a little more closer than you might think but those three like, <laughs> but like a, let's watch it done well right <laughs> like super well like he Dude, he's like he's curl hopping a baseball. Like here he comes, at a boy. Here he comes, right? Like God damn, dude, get rid of it. It's kind of it's wild. Now, um, can we talk about the game of the day? Really, what was the game of the day? In my what opinion, was the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns easily? Like the Browns were ahead of that game most of the game. In fact, they led halftime by. A- it's a stupid amount. Yeah, it, it was, was ridiculous. It, it wasn't even funny. It was like twenty-two to ten. It was embarrassing. I was looking at that and game. I was like, "Oh, this is not good for Kansas City." Yeah, it was one of those examples where, like, and from again from the betting perspective here, I'm always looking for you know how I can make the next dollar. Of course, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, one of a, a better's best friend used to be live betting the Warriors down ten in the playoffs. That's true. <laughs> Like, because, yeah. dude, there's nothing more obvious than the fact that they're about to just rip three threes and come right back. <laughs> right? So it would be really, really advantageous. And I did the same thing with the Chiefs, right? I root that they go down two scores. Because the, fe- <laughs> the odds that they go, the odds that they come back are going to be so good. And I can cast that shit all day long. <laughs> right? 
So it's really, really cool. Um, that's exactly what happened here. Um, I, I was sweating. I, I was sweating it out because I had a bad day. Um, but <laughs> o- overall, uh, the comeback was inevitable. Um, mm-hmm. They really need to figure out. They really need to figure out that front seven. Um, for for who? Chubb at, for the on the Chiefs side. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Browns absolutely bullied them all day long there was some questionable play calling and play by baker mayfield that ultimately decided the game yeah but there was not you can't blame that running game that running did they, game did whatever chris, they wanted with the chiefs chris did they set up they set up the play action with that run game right yeah that's what that's what the, that's that's the browns offense that's, is. that's their goal yeah because yeah, because if, if they if they let baker throw straight they know they're gonna fuck think it. about this they had four rushing touchdowns on 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 offense all their touchdowns dude, were offense. Dude, I didn't see Chubb get knocked on his ass the entire game. Mm-hmm. And I saw zero solo tackles. <laughs> it is I hard to take that man I, down. I, I, I watched, and, and to put things in perspective for the fans here, I probably watched about 65% of the snaps because I was watching the simultaneously watching the Dolphins and Patriots um, and the Packers Saints. Mm-hmm. But look, Chubb, 15 for 83 and two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, six for 33, one touchdown. Even See, they, Jar- don't sound, they don't sound like a lot, but man. They don't sound was, like a lot, but was, when it comes down to it. That was a disgusting 85 yards on Chubb's part. Oh, dude, <laughs> that dude, was he a was, brutal he was, right he, yards. He was but, hitting him. He was hitting him. Like, the fuck out of them, dude. If there's like, like levels. Like, again, if there's any. It's a tale of two halves, though. If there's any weakness for the Chiefs, it's their run. De- it's their run defense, and I would say the off. I say the offensive line of the Chiefs. If there's any weakness whatsoever, but I mean, they yeah, like I mean, they did things to address the offensive line though, and so I can't blame them there if if it doesn't work out because they did something about it. But there was a play by Miles Garrett in that fourth quarter, which what gave the Browns a chance to win the game at the end of the game. They had a chance. They had a chance. Baker yeah, they went down drive. But they had a shot. They had a shot. But Miles Garrett set that drive up with what was the most filthy, <laughs> filthy, undercut, low drive, edge move to the quarterback I've seen in a couple of years, man. Yeah. You got to go back and watch it if you haven't. He absolutely swims down the left side of the, of the edge of the line and just completely obliterates Patrick Mahomes like it was so phenomenal so man they did everything right honestly you just it's a sour taste in their mouth but I kind of compared it to the Cowboys game where it's not the same expectations Mm -hmm. but you know uh, you know they 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 weren't expected to really win the game but if they did it would have set the tone for the rest of the year you know what I mean like it would have imagine how much shit people would be talking right now if the Browns Pull this the off. Chiefs week one. It would be the tomorrow. The first take headline is: Are the Browns Super Bowl contenders? <laughs> making the are the Chiefs making the playoffs? It literally would have been I, Mike Lurvin and Stephen A. Just talking about how good are the Browns tomorrow? Seriously. And here's the thing, though: Cleveland Brown, the Browns at the end did what the Browns used to do in the past. Always just managed to mess sure. it up in the end because it was it was good pressure. I, I did. I remember seeing the play. Good pressure. Cause, cause Mayfield to throw the ball in a bad situation that he should not have forced it into. 
horrible. I mean, it was a terrible throw. I was referring got to picked the off. Muff. Got Mahomes, picked off. Mahomes, holy you get what fuck, you get. dude. You get what you oh. get. And also, I was referring to the muff punt. Oh, fuck, that, I forgot about that. The, oh, that yeah. muff punt, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But when it comes to Cleveland, I don't expect much. And also, we talked about this earlier. The Cleveland Browns made it, went up to nine points. And then, what, like a kickoff and one play later, Mahomes like, oh, hell no. We're going to go deep with Tyreek Hill and just answer right back with just one yards. Point. Like that. <laughs> so. Yeah, they literally see that was a that was a real fucking wake up call for the Browns because they literally because after that long grueling drive, mm-hmm. everything was screaming Browns, and for the Chiefs to respond that way, <laughs> one just shows point. how explode. Not because being explosive is one thing, mm-hmm. but timely. <laughs> Yeah. Timely, timely explosives—a whole different thing. Like, and it's, and it's the weird that thing. Your bag when you need it is nuts. And it's the weird thing of like, hey, we're still here to remind you of who the fuck we are. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. They are, they are still one of the best teams in the NFL, hands down. AFC, AFC. Good luck beating a healthy Chiefs. Good freaking luck. Yeah, he's got a good point, though. If they stay healthy, I don't see any reason why they should not be back in the Super Bowl, let alone make easily the AFC Championship game. Now, they're only going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. What just, happened? Pretty, Just pretty good game. I'll just say that. I had to bring that up. I like that running back. I think he's going to do well all year. Um. Now, can we talk about uh, how a lot of people have been anointing the Rams uh, with Matt Stafford? Oh, the best team in the NFC oh, East. Pump. Hold on. And then comes out tonight and just like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. He he, he can't play like this. What? No. Look, I, Tony, here's I'm the, the thing. the person who's the last few years, I was like, oh, Stafford's in a bad situation. He was, ne- he was never he was never the problem uh, in Detroit. No. For you? Two years? Okay, yeah, his whole career. His, okay. whole, his right. whole career. <laughs> Bro, Matt Stafford has literally been like the most hidden gem on earth. And I like the Lions. That I think they're the they're see, I've always called them the Browns of the NFC. <laughs> because yeah. they are just they are historic as shit have like championships no one's ever heard of <laughs> right and they have a logo that's very unchanged in a city that's super grimy grinding and just disgusting and lame right mm-hmm. like just horrible no one takes vacations to detroit or cleveland no my god Literally, those two cities when they go take a vacation <laughs> they're trying to get the fuck out of cleveland and detroit Literally, they, it's a, it's a, what, what do they call it in the, in the, on airline? It's a fucking, those stops that they make. Oh, one stop. Uh, uh, one stop, like, uh, like when you take a stop in a different city on the way to a place you're one, actually going. Like multi, like not a non stop, but like oh, a one it's stop. A, it's, it's like a leg in the flight. Yeah. I know what you're uh, talking but, about. I know what yeah, you're talking about. I don't, my, I don't know. My I don't point know is that yeah. it's the only reason you would ever actually be at those cities. Yeah. The Lions have consistently, just been that team forever and that's why i always root for them 
but uh, uh, so that being said Stafford has been stuck in that in that limelight right like it's it's sad that we don't get any primetime games to watch Stafford you literally need red zone to watch Stafford play not so for anymore. him and, and, and isn't it ironic that the first game he leaves Detroit it's primetime mm-hmm. there are people guys think about this we are nerds sorry to break it to you Tony Jeff. No, you're right. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. I right. embrace the nerd. I am. I'm a total fucking dork. I'm a sports and so, gaming nerd. I'm a wrestling nerd, too. So Right. So I love that. Guys, applause. It's her applause. But guys, like, really, like, we have seen Matt Stafford play because we have that desire. There are so many people in the country who have seen Matt Stafford play twice in their life yep. because they played on Monday night against the Packers type shit. Or yeah. they, they'll just watch the early Thanksgiving game. Yeah. Let me ask you a real question. When was the last time you saw the Lions on Sunday Night Football? Never. Never. I've never I, seen it. I, I don't know never. how to answer that question. Never. Never. Like they never because the Lions are so the Lions are so bad. They I don't need, mean to sound like an asshole about the Brown. I'm at the uh, the Lions. Follow, follow up, follow ups. Lions on Sunday night football at home. <laughs> oh, that's Why? never gonna happen. Unless that's unless Jared caught. I I have a better <laughs> chance. I have a better chance seeing Houston in a Sunday night football game right now than seeing the Detroit Lions in a Sunday night football game. You've got a point. You've got a point. Because <laughs> there's nothing there. And first, like, with the first quarter, with Matthew Stafford, he was, like, at the, uh, what, 35, 33-yard line of the Rams. A bootleg play action just chugs it, perfectly thrown. No, the defense, Jefferson gets up, no defender, and a touchdown. That was... I'm rewatching that yeah. play. I'm like, that yeah. is so beautiful. If anything, if anything, Jeff, if you could help me out, since it sounds like you watched a pretty good amount of it, um, I actually didn't get to watch a lot of the a lot of the plays that were in the Sunday night game. Could you kind of run me through? Can one of you guys like run me through like the motions of the game? Like, could you give me like the storyline of the game? He watched well, more the, than I did. The first quarter, the first quarter, the Lions. Uh, I mean, the the Bears started off. They were running the football with David Montgomery, and then at the they had a chance to go and get a touchdown, but Andy Dalton and, threw and, an and interception. And then the Rams like jump out in front right to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they jumped out right in front with that boot with that bootleg to Jefferson, and Matthew Stafford's just been chucking it, chucking it. Then he throws another deep. Oh my goodness, this. Okay, and then they got a field goal, but here's the story. Like, so they like started what, the Ram- in- yeah, the Rams were in the front the whole they controlled the whole game pretty much then? Pretty pretty much, yes. They they there was no doubt that there was no doubt that the Bears had a chance of coming back because Andy Dalton was starting. All, I don't know why. All, and they did all, all like garbage yards, like whenever they're like just letting them like catch the ball in front type shit. Yeah. Uh yeah, pretty much. But also Justin yeah. Fields. Justin Fields came in with a rushing touchdown, which I'm like Start just he came in. How many no. plays did he get? Doug, they he did had like they four did. or five plays, and he had two completions, but he ended up scoring a rushing touchdown. They're doing the same, they're doing the Taysom Hill thing. They just sometimes Trey they play Lance in it, the Trey Lance in it. Yep, dog. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the person I've been saying this. I don't give a shit if you said that Andy Dalton is your week one starter, I don't care. Clearly, we've seen the results of what's going on. Justin Fields 
is more comfortable back there, getting more results back there, start him. How Eventually. hard is it to start the man? Eventually, you're going to have to. Because uh, here's the thing, Chris, if you don't know, Andy Dalton was promised the starting job by upper management if he signed with the Bears. Then they sign, then they draft Justin Fields, and he's still the starter. But I'm looking at that, I'm like, he is on such a short lease because the fans want Justin Fields. Everyone wants Justin Fields because as much as I like Andy Dalton, Justin Fields is the future. They Bears fans. I've talked to Bears fans, Bear fans, and they're like, I'm more excited about this quarterback than I've ever been about a quarterback since Sid Luckman back in like the 60s. I don't even know who that is. Exactly. I don't either, but I know of him. Wow. I I know of him. Like I've heard the name. I've heard the name and I know he was a bear. But it's like when someone tells me about how good Goose Gossage was. Fuck! (laughs) Like, I've never actually seen those highlights. But, like, when they said Sid Lugman, I was like, I've done my little bit of research, and I'm like, he was probably the best quarterback in Bears history. So, like, because even even McMahon was ass, right? McMahon was garbage. But guess what? He had the best defense in history behind him. He dilfered that shit. Oh, he dilfered the fuck out of that shit. (laughs) And I was... Chris, also, Chris and Tony, going back to Matthew so Stafford's stat, Chris, Matthew Stafford was 20 of 26 for 321 yards and three TDs. Wait, 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 wait. And to take tie back to what I was saying before, Jeffrey, in the country, I to fucking see it. He only threw 26 passes. Let that sink in. And 321 yards out of that. That's all I have to do. Damn. Is that, what it, know, is that what it's like to have a good to team? How much of that, hey, Jeffrey, are you able to tell me how much of that was in the first half? Um, Hold, please. I bet, I'll I see. Bet, I, bet, I bet most of it. <laughs> nah, I think it was that. Damn it. They, they they not put in, well, they didn't have anybody else in the game, so. Yeah, Sprouse is not working. Technical difficulties, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all good, Jeff. Don't worry. All good, I'll think I'll come back with that. <sighs> now we got I'm, we got one prediction, and uh, that is the uh, Monday night game. Uh, yeah. Mm. <sighs> can we talk about like, before we talk about the game itself? Can we talk about the Ravens and the amount of injuries they've had this uh, just preseason in general? Just, just played with the injury bug, dog. Like I really feel bad. Like. It, it's mainly hit one position, one position only, except for Marcus Peters. Dog, you're one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Get better, for real. But the amount of running backs that went down. Dog, Gus Johnson and J.K. Dobbins go down with season-ending ACL injuries. And you, what what did they have to do? Wait, which two? Marcus Peters and J.K. Dobbins. Just uh, J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters, and Gus Johnson. Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. I apologize. Gus Edwards. Yes. So they had to go and sign Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and Latavius Murray. Oh, they did sign him. They Good. did oh, sign oh, oh. him. <laughs> Red zone. Uh, first and second down and third down. There's your running backs right there. There, boom. Wait, Jesus <laughs> Christ! And they're all gone. They're all. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it, it's just like, oh, so wait, are you trying to pick him up in fantasy? <laughs> well, Le'Veon Bell has to, like, have some value now, right? He does have to. Because, look, also, he's playing for the Ravens, his the team that I never thought he would play for because he was a stealer. Mm. Um, but at the same time, does a, everybody's like, oh, yeah, the Ravens could still be good this year. And I'm like, what? How? Where, like, how? How? Like me you and Jeff, were, uh, me and, I mean, Jeff, um, me and Jacob um, actually have a, uh, a a bit, or if you will, or a prediction that we're sticking to on the show. <coughs> Excuse me. We're pretty adamant about the Ravens not making the playoffs. Period. Um, at, with those injuries, I. <laughs> no, we we uh, said this. We we said this before the injuries. Oh, this just, yeah. this just confirms yeah. it. Look, I said that Cleveland would win this division. I did. I also said, originally, I said that Pittsburgh would not make the playoffs. But I've had to go back and look at it. And you could tell Jeff, I like, Jeff, you know, I, I look back on this and I'm like, okay, Steelers might get in, but Baltimore is definitely not now. There's no chance in hell. You know who yeah, has a better chance of no having way. a great season? Bengals. I don't. Yeah, them in Vegas. I'm. I, I have the Bengals more than Vegas, but yeah. I I see something with Vegas. I don't know what it is. I said they would be like the the first wild card team in the AFC. Well, I mean, I know we're cutting it early on predictions here, but I got the Raiders winning tomorrow. Not only covering the spread, but winning at money line. So. Underdogs. Uh, is there, what's, what's the um, what's the money line right points. now? Right now the spread is four points. I think money okay. line is like plus like one fifty. Uh-huh. It's like one and a half on your money. I could I could say I could see them. Yeah, I could see them winning on the spread for sure. I just don't. My thing is I don't trust the Raiders at all. It's hard to trust anybody. It's hard to be the Ravens shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to trust a John Gruden led team. I'm I'm just oh, being real. <laughs> that's oh, my God. that's my. You never know what you're gonna get, man. That's Ever. my issue. The last time Ever. I trusted a John Gruden team was in 2002. And did did you did it work out in your favor? They won the Super Bowl. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> because he got traded as a coach. That was crazy. Which hilarious. Can we just real quick? How often do you hear of a coach getting traded? The last time I heard it, it was Doc Rivers getting traded from the Clippers to the Sixers. Traded, dude. That's crazy. Traded. That's a that that's one that I mean shit. It's like it's almost sounds made up. Like have y'all ever seen semi pro? Yeah. Remember wherever um Woody Harrelson gets traded for a washing machine in cash. Yep. yep. In cash. In cash. <laughs> they never remember. They never, they never give him the respect. He mentioned the cash box. But it's like, come on. He's going to trade it for a washing <laughs> machine. A washing machine, bro. Jeez. But, um, but no, but yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's, for, that's an interesting take, an interesting aspect on it. And I will also be the person to say, of any running back I don't trust in fantasy this year, I don't trust Josh Jacobs. He was hit or miss for me last year, so I'm not going anywhere near that that running back. It's and it's not his fault. It's also it's just the play calling plus the blocking that yeah. he's been getting has not I, been good. I expect them to be 
Well, see, the funny thing is that the Raiders supposedly have a good offensive line. Yeah, but good passing Derek Carr, but, but Derek, yeah, but Derek Carr, yeah, it's true. Derek Carr is still shitty though, and um, they have a better backup I mean, than the starter, like, in my it, opinion. It, look, you, you got to think about this too. I mean, how many games do you really expect them to be in the lead in? True. True. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna yeah. they're gonna pass the ball. They're gonna need to pass the ball more. They're gonna run the ball. Yeah. I mean, and the funny thing is, I have Josh Jacobs and the other league that I'm in. Ooh. Just because like he slipped like the fourth round, I felt dumb to not take it. So fair enough. I mean, at, the, at that point, like I had to. Yeah. That's I such mean, a shit. that's such a it's such a low pick. It's high, low risk, high high potential reward. So I don't blame you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now to get back to the discussion, Chris. Do you want to explain what a pass interference is? <laughs> what is pass interference? What are what's rough in the passer? What's a penalty well, you know what, now? Well, you know what, Tony? I think better than explaining what it is, <laughs> I'll tell you what it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what it looks like. Definitely, I'll tell you what it looks like. <laughs> pass interference, particularly on the offensive side of the ball is called far less often obviously mm-hmm. guys right with uh, an offensive game but on offense one of the most blatant forms of offensive <laughs> interference is the idea of completely creating space solely off of the fact of you pushing off the defender from you so that you can catch the ball mm-hmm. if you look back at about a minute or about well, actually, with the the play from second down at midfield, with forty one seconds left, Tom Brady throws what looked like about a twenty and out pass to Chris Godwin, where he then pushes off Jordan Lewis, completely extending his left arm, complete extension <laughs> from where the out. hand, from where his hand, his his basically his forearm was at his torso up next to Lewis and he extends his entire forearm and he makes a play to the right side towards the sideline catches the ball sets up the game winning field goal from 37 yards if he didn't catch that ball let alone the penalty be called if the penalty was called the Bucks would have had to take a second down or a second down and 25 from their own 45 oh yeah, it would have been a completely different game with only 35 seconds left. So, all I'm saying is that it's what you're not supposed to do is completely. I mean, like, even though that's a more subtle thing that I just described, it's technically the same as grabbing somebody by both fucking shoulders, throwing them to the left, and then catching a ball to the right. Right? There's a limits to it. Now, that's the most broad definition of it but you can't do that right like the same way that a defender cannot interfere with the receiver's arms as they're grabbing the ball mm-hmm. right or pull them out of give them the equal opportunity to catch the ball essentially right you can't like slap their arms down you can hit them right you can make it harder for them to catch it but you can't interfere with what's necessary to make the grab and on the offensive side you can't interfere with the defender's opportunity to do the same which is ultimately catch the ball too it works both ways it works both ways and you just don't see it a lot 
because obviously the fucking league is rigged towards offense, and but that's not really like a, a, a hot, hot take. That's not. We ain't talking about fact. No, we ain't talking about that right now. I mean, exactly. but when it comes to a lot of pass interference calls in the past, why well, you bring the most look, egregious non-pass interference call? I wasn't in bringing that the- up. I wasn't. I wasn't bringing. It up. I was just saying in general. I was just saying in general. See, you see what I did. <laughs> see what I did. Sam, that pass interference call also benefit Tom Brady. Yep. Because mm-hmm. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl because of that pass interference. We're not wrong. Look, I'm just saying the way the the way the Patriots played in that Super Bowl, Saints win by twenty. Yep. Uh, that never, that was legit happen. the worst Super Bowl I have ever watched. Fats. And we were so, all in the same room. Chris, what is roughing the passer to you? Oh fuck. Roughing, roughing the passer. Roughing the passer is these days is easily defined by helmet contact. But mm. if you're looking beyond that, it's anything more realistically, probably about a half second after a throw. Mm. Um, you know, a half second after a throw is what you're looking at. Um, anything below the knees. Um, well, helmet to helmet. Evolve. Helmet to helmet, below the knees, and yeah. or, or any like, you know, square contact about a half second after a throw. So, Chris. When you come back next week, I want you to look at that Jameis Winston roughing the passer call. I'm looking at that. I'm like, that is not roughing the passer. That is a clean tackle. Yeah, I'm curious. I, mean, it, I heard. I will the, be I honest. The report is wild, but I didn't really get to see the play. In the moment, I swear to you, I'm quoting Jeff. In the moment, he's like, "I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take yep. it." In the moment, he was, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, okay, hold on." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. He had the fucking super fan moment. He's like, oh my God, I'll take it. Whatever. We got it. Yeah, no interception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be trying so hard right now to like hold back your like emphatic super like, fandom reaction. Yeah. Like, you have to be trying so hard right now, dude. Because I mean, look, I'm going to tease you here. Oh, Lord. You just, you just fucking went to an away game where you know damn well there's more <laughs> Packers fans in Florida than there are Saints fans. Had no bit had no business winning that game. No business winning that game. They sold <laughs> ship in the offseason. They cut but they literally cut everyone from the janitor to the starting <laughs> cornerback. They literally cut everybody and said we can't fucking pay you bitch. Bye. Bye. Hurry. Like yeah. Bye. Bye. Michael Thomas <laughs> Bye, nigga. Now, I'll give fuck. I'll go. We are hanging in there no matter what. And then after all of that, go into with LASIK surgery, Jameis Winston, basically in a road game, and absolutely lay their cocks out for <laughs> sixty minutes of hard nosed football. From Aaron top Rodgers to like a fucking idiot. The special teams won the ball. The defense won the ball. <laughs> Every offense ball. won the ball. They out coached them. They outplayed them. They out effort them. Straight, I, I mean, the straight last up. Time I saw somebody straight up forfeit. The Saints <laughs> not only won this game, routed them, and have. And if you're the Packers, you have to go into Monday morning meetings and actually ask yourself a real question: Do we want to fucking be here? Can if I, you're not asking yeah. yourself that, then you need to fucking get your ass to the door. Okay. The Saints have to be telling each other. Chill the fuck out. Hey, it's one no, game. One week, game. Next one week, game. One game. 
one game, take care of your business against take care of your business against Carolina. That's who they got next. But now, you can't you can't sit here and underreact either. The I will also be the person to say there was two on. two different fan bases that really benefited um, for the Saints winning in the stadium today. Shit, Loki. One, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> Um, Saints fans in general, because it's like, okay, we want a game not in New Orleans, proving that we can win somewhere else. It's still technically a hostile environment. <laughs> Two, I brought this up to Jeff during the game. Because, yes, again, uh, we are wrestling fans. And the amount of wrestling advertisement in that stadium was so ridiculous. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because the Only Jacksonville in- Jaguars own all elite wrestling i knew you were gonna mention that and there was aew logos throughout the stadium and i was like oh this they is matches at halftime yeah they should have that'd be fucking rad oh and chris to answer your early question about matt safford he had 141 uh passing yards in the first half and 170 170 in the second half Oh wow, he did more in the second he, half. Yep. Wow, t- that's that's crazy. Okay, guys, before we wrap up, I want oh, you but yeah, guys. No, but like, yeah, before we wrap up, though, all the same about the whole Saints thing. That Jeff, I know you did, you did a great job staying humble, but man, I'll go ahead and brag for you. Fall <laughs> out. Thank you. Three sixty football. <laughs> that was a complete dominant game on both on offense, defense, offensive line, defensive line. They just made. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, they're bitch. They now, keep that, zero, keep that same energy matchups. when you lose. They lost I can, zero matchups today. Keep that same energy when you lose. I mean, I got, I got to, I got to be. I'm just, I'm just that. telling you this. The my guys, my lock of the week on the show, on Hammer Time this coming week. And I'm going to spoil it now for those guys. Also, if you don't follow us, please at Hammer Time, all platforms. Mm. But oh, and on Instagram at Hammer Time underscore podcast. But my lock this week is going to be fading the Saints. Vegas is going to overvalue the Saints. Yes. I don't care who they're playing next week. I'm taking it's Car- a team that's opposite. It's, Car- it's Carolina. It's going to be Saints minus 10. Give me the Panthers plus 10. It's going to be something ridiculous like that. I love it. So that's that's my free that's my free money for you guys. So if you want more, listen to the show. Take, now, take it one game at a time. I do One want you game. guys as uh, player of the week because do I even have do I even have to say it? Go ahead, Winston. Cool. Um, for me, for Why? me, Jame, for me, Jameis Winston being smart, five tu- five touchdowns, less than uh, a buck fifty on the yardage. Okay, yardage no might picks. be down. No pits. No zero bumps. pits. No sacks. Zero. No sacks. Being smart with the football, five touchdowns. How many yards? Hundred, a buck forty-nine. He only had a hundred and forty-nine yards. Yes, and five so what touchdowns. Are miss- what are we missing here? That doesn't sound right. But Alvin Kamara running the football, literally running the football, and Tony Jones running the football, basically, and Winston using his legs to extend plays. Yep. And D- <laughs> oh, it's a weird stat. Uh, Chris, who is your player of the week? My player of the week has to be, man, player of the week. Straight up player of the week. It's got to be Dak Prescott, man. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott absolutely balled the fuck out um, in, in every metric. 
I mean, granted, he had, I think, what, four touchdowns? Yes. Not not five, but shit, when you encompass that with 400 yards, going 38 of 52. In his first Jesus game Christ. back from injury, too. First game back from injury? I mean, my God, if anything, like, he'll probably get offensive player of the of the week. Um, Easily. Easily. Yeah. Yes. But, but, um. Oh, yeah, I yeah. agree with I, 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 Other than I like that, though, that. I mean, fuck, I, I, I love Dak in this one. I know it's kind of a bias. It's not like a sexy pick. I was hoping I could like, come up something else. I, if it wasn't for Winston's performance, I would have probably said Dak easily. I'll, I'll be the person. I'll be the person to choose a defensive player. I think Chandler Jones was the goddamn player oh, of the week. Yeah, oh, that's oh, defensive player of the week. At a minimum, Defense. the NFC defensive player of the week. <laughs> easily. If they had an NFL defensive player of the week, gave it to Chris. Him. I, Chris, I sent you the play with the timestamp. So, oh, just... thank you. I'm about to look at it right now. That sounds awesome. Now, I sent you... that we're wrapping up. Follow everybody on their socials. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tony Lopez seventy six. Follow Jeff on his Twitter at Shadowwalker zero six two zero. And Chris. I'm giving you 60 seconds to plug. Hey, man, appreciate it. Yeah, guys, um, Chris Rios here again, host of the Hammer Time podcast. Uh, me, Chris Rios, and with my co-host, Jacob Velasquez, who's not here tonight. But, guys, follow us on Instagram at hammertime underscore podcast, or you can follow me at Rio Stunton on all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. We talk about everything from uh, pretty much every sport, top to bottom, primarily football. We're going to be focusing on football throughout the entire season. What bets you need to take on every single game and how you can make money to come ahead. Fuck Vegas. We make it our bitch. We put the real numbers. We put the real stats behind the games. We put our money where our mouth is. We post everything on our Instagrams. We have the receipts for everything. If you have any questions, concerns, let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll be there. We'll be ready to make money. Um, and uh, and guys, I mean, shit, I'm just really, really excited. I mean, like, this was like the worst week I've had in like the last five seasons to open up the year. And, yeah. You know, only, and I went even 500. Like, that's as bad as we get. But right, guys, get with the Hammer Time team. Follow us on all platforms. Hammer Time. Hammer Time. All platforms. Hammer Time, not Hammer Down. Hammer Time, Hammer Time. Yeah, yeah, time, guys. Hammer Time. Believe it or not, I mean, you might know what Hammer Down is, but guys, I swear to God, we were here first. Look at the receipts. Look at the first <laughs> episode, and they go to YouTube and look at Hammer Down. Look at it. Whatever. The point is, they're good at what they do, too, even though they don't take anything against the spread. They only take money lines. I'm just saying. I'm not trying yep. to be a hater, but they only take money line, which is fucking super easy. But anyways, guys, appreciate y'all, and I love being back here on Let's Just Talk About because this is where I began. And I always say, if you guys have any questions about anything, hit us up on on our twitters on our instagrams whatever message us we will answer we love the the interaction we want those questions every week one of these times i'm gonna have a q a episode for crying out loud yeah i always i, I even say um, i think in my last episode description it was like hey guys ask us ask us things comment hate on us solicit us i don't care we'll take anything <laughs> exactly exactly just give us something well, that's everything. Now, my name is Tony Lopez. Jeffrey Brutus. Chris Rios. Signing out. Peace, y'all. This is.